Welcome to the pulse that moves the triangle world today. This one-size-fits-all broadcast is a vibrant collection of stories, medical breakthroughs, helpful tips, what's trending, events, and boundless other adventures. It's a conversation pit of comedians, politicians, authors, chefs, sports figures, experts, the common and the uncommon. Here's the host of Triangle 411, Mary Inspreffer. Hi, friends. The Dutch say nay. The Germans say nein. The Americans say no. Or do we? Many of us cannot form this single syllable word when it comes to being asked to do something we do not want to do. Nancy Reagan proposed the highest challenge with her Just Say No to Drugs campaign. Drugs aside, many of us struggle to just say no to everyday common requests. We are going to visit that dilemma today in three categories. First, why is saying no a foreign language for some? Second, where does no find its way in a pandemic? And lastly, how to say no to the holiday woes. <laughs> that that kind of sounds like a Christmas carol. The holiday woes, the holiday... Oh, never mind. Of course, Triangle 411 won't leave you high and dry. We will follow all this with tips for success and saying no from our expert, Anne Babiars of Anne Babiars in Associates. Anne has over 20 years of experience as a life coach, financial service advisor, and an entrepreneur. Welcome, Anne. Well, thank you, Mary. I'm so honored to be here. Well, we're so happy to have you, and we're going to get right to it by starting out with, why do people struggle with saying no? Well, I think a lot of times for folks, is, you know, we're raised to to want to say yes to people. We want to we want to please the boss. We want to please our friends and our family. And, and, and a lot of times we go overboard. We don't even realize it. And we're just trying to do what good people do. And that is say yes to every, say, say yes to every request. Kind of like say yes to the dress, except it's everything else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it, we do have a need to please as human beings. That's for sure. So, so I'm going to start with the holidays because this is a time people want to say no and it's hard. But, you know, everyone and everything seems to be pulling at you. Kids are asking for presents you can't afford. Your spouse may be putting that malicious in-law before your needs. And if you make one more green bean casserole, you may just pull your hair out. How can we survive these landmines and help us say no during the holidays? Well, it's interesting because we are are in a very um, challenging time right now with COVID. So it's I believe it's going to be a lot easier to say no because we we have that is a little bit of a backdrop. So we may we may or may not be going to that that get together that we often go gritting our teeth. Uh, not sure if you're familiar with that, but <laughs> <laughs> it, 
it's uh, it's just it's one of those things where, you know, when you say no to someone else, oftentimes you're saying yes to yourself. And it's really about checking in with yourself and saying, does this work for me or doesn't it? And and really digging even a little bit deeper and saying, you know, what 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 does this do for me or the other person? And if in your on your values list, honoring that other person comes first, you're gonna have a different answer. But if you if you if you're thinking about it and and really it's putting your whatever the request is is putting yourself in a as in a compromised position, you're going to be much easier to say no. You just have to sort through it and make a conscious choice about what you're saying yes to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you know many of us may not want to shop this year because of COVID, but the but the family won't go for a gift card Christmas. And, you know, again, like you're talking about these holiday dinners with good old Uncle Al, who's adorable, but a hugger. And, you know, it's difficult to handle those kind of situations. Yeah. And depending on the person, you know, going to a gathering where Uncle Al is, it's going to be hard not to accept that, that hug, right? I mean, we're uh, even if you're wearing a mask, you you may not want to hug Is it because Uncle Al could be, you know, in his 80s or 90s and you, you don't want to expose him. And and he may not, you know, he may not have the, the, um, the, he may want, he may also be kind of feeling like he shouldn't be doing that, but that's his normal thing. So when you're, you know, let, let's just start with the, with the gift cards. Um, and and so forth. It's, 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 again, we have COVID as an easy out and saying, well, you know, or we, we can't go to the mall this year. Um, we could possibly go after Christmas when things settle down, when the vaccine's out. Um, and, and, and now, you know, as far as the gift card goes, here's the gift card for when you are able to go and how fun will that be when we can all get back out there and, and start shopping like we used to. And maybe realize a lot of discounts for that after Christmas uh, markdowns that they have. Yeah. I mean, so there's always, and it's always about painting the positive side of whatever it is you're saying no to. Right. Because sometimes your no is a, a yes for someone else. Uh, in other words, go ahead. You know, you you may you may be invited to someone's house, and 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 you may say, well, you know, I prefer not to go. Uh, maybe it's a maybe it's an issue with you and your spouse having, um, you know, compromised immune systems, whatever the case. And you're going to be sitting at that gathering, and not you're going to be so worried about COVID, you're not going to have as great of a time. Whereas Somebody else that that attends that gathering may not have the immune issues or things like that that you have, and they're going to be able to spend that time um, in a better way. I, uh, does that make sense? I'm sorry. No, no, it does. I, it makes a lot of sense. I understand exactly, and I, I like that your your no may be a yes to someone else. That's a that's a good thought. 
Um, so, so let me ask you this now, um, and let me give you an example of this too. The question is, is really, why are some people harder to say no to than others? Like your parents, for example, you might be able to swing a no to no more Christmas caroling to your spouse or your friend. But if your mom says, we must go caroling, you are quick to slap on your elf hats or Santa suits and just jingle bell your little heart out to, I saw mama kissing Santa Claus. I mean, that's a tough to say hard, to say no to parents or other people. Why is it so hard for some, some of us to say no to certain people? I think it goes back to the first point. You know, we're raised to, to say yes to the boss. We're raised to say, you know, to respect our elders and things along those lines. And I think it isn't so. So if you're going to say no, you have to do it in a way where they almost walk away feeling good about the fact that you said no. Um, So in other words, like if I were to, if my mother were to say, I I really want you to go Christmas caroling. That's nice, mom. But. Right now, it's it's looking a little dicey out there with this virus. And I know I would feel terrible if I spread that virus and someone ended up ill from it. And I know that you would as well. So let's take a step back and consider what we might be doing with the caroling. Is there something else we can do instead? That's, that's um, a good idea. Thank you. And, you know, and and another sort of um, tag on to this is I remember, um, I I don't know if you are familiar with the store. I think you might be up in good old Illinois, uh, Jewel Food Store. Um, I started working there when I was a teenager. And one of the things that uh, they did was they, in in employee um, orientation, was they showed us this film about how to be a great employee. And one of the things that they said was, you don't want to have cancer. And what they, what they go on, they went on to say in that, in that video was, you don't ever want to say, I can't serve. In other words, please the customer, please your boss. And, you know, you make yourself indispensable. Well, a lot of times we think, well, if we're making our in, in ourselves indispensable, we have to say yes. We have to please that person. And it's all about sort of flipping it around and saying, you know, well, you know, your request, um, it, it doesn't work for me right now because I have X, X, and X going on. But this may work for someone else who has, you know, something congruent with what you're asking who would be better suited for this. Well, but you, we were not raised to say that to our boss. Right. And and I, you've got a lot of great techniques that I want to break down coming up here. But, but just while we're on the professional setting, how do you say no to a boss? Oh, the best way is to send it back to them. So what I mean by that is, It's all about priorities, right? You know, your boss comes to you with certain priorities. That's the priorities of whatever role you're in. So 
they'll say, well, I need this done. And then five minutes later, they'll say, I need this done. And then they'll come back and they'll say, I need this done. And you're looking at the priority list and you're saying, these are all top priority according to this list. So what you do is you go back to your boss and you communicate back and say, you asked me to do this, you asked me to do this, and you asked me to do this. I need to know which one is the top priority because I cannot do all three of them at once. So you're, you're sending it back. Or if it's something where it's interfering in, in another project that you had, you would, you would obviously bring that project in and say, all right, I'm working on this right now. Is this more important than this, this, and this? Does that make sense? It does, and it's a good approach because you're not just saying no. You're almost letting your superior say no. It's like you tell me which of these you want to say no to and have me do first. You're letting them make the call. So that's very good. Um, Yeah, and it, it makes them walk away being happy about your no because they're the ones who decided you know, they made the decision and it was their idea. And whenever something is somebody else's idea, it works for you. Yes, that's <laughs> true. And all <laughs> kinds of aspects. So a couple more quick questions, and then I do want to go into your techniques one by one. So so can you really say no without feeling guilty? Yes. Um, and the reason that I say that is because it's all about the focus that you have in saying no. So for people that are, are people pleasers who are trying to, you know, figure out how they're, they're, they're going to say no, it's best to focus on what, you know, what the benefits are of your no to the person on the other side. Like think about win-win scenarios for them in that situation should you say no. And you also have to put yourself, so people who are more, um, I don't want to say selfish, but more assertive in, the, in their in their world, <laughs> um, have to think about the advantages of the no for them. So how does this put me in better stead? How does this put this other person in better stead? And how can I help them um, in this in this situation without having to go to do whatever they're asking me to do that's infringing on my time? Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Absolutely does. Um, but, Ann, how do you say no without being rude? Um, the, the best way to do that is to always acknowledge, and this goes with, with any conversation that you have. So it's always acknowledging the person and saying, and saying you know what, I, I very much appreciate that you asked me to do this, but right now I have this, this, and this, um, that that would get in the way, um, and I know that I would I would feel better if you know you know address the situation as X X and X. So you put together a wonderful article called "The Power of No." I want everybody to digest that sentence for a minute, and and tell us what is the power of no. The power of no is. It's really about, overall, it's about saying yes to yourself. Oftentimes, we say, we will say yes to things that we don't want to do, that 
we feel obligated to do um, that don't work for us. And we, we end up becoming powerless over that. When we find our, we, when we find that word that we first learned as a child, no, we actually give ourselves more power over our lives. That means more power over our time and, and just about anything else that goes along with that. So, so no is a power word and it gives you a more definite sense of yourself instead of being fractured and, and saying yes to everyone, you're actually saying yes to yourself. We love to be empowered. So this is fantastic. And I'm going to go right now into some of your techniques because this is all well and good, but you, in some cases, people need to teach themselves how to say no. So let's go through some of your examples that you included in that article, starting with simple. So simple is a simple no. And this is the this is a very courteous way to say no. And it would be a simple no, but thanks for thinking of me. Because that acknowledges the person that asked you and that they thought of you and highly of enough of you to ask you to do whatever it is. So that's a, that's a simple technique. <laughs> okay, let's go into your technique, something else. So this would be if someone asked you to do something, and your answer would be something like, I'm already uh, doing X. And, you know, but maybe you have a dentist appointment or you, you have another obligation. And so it's simple. It's just a simple statement that you, you can't fulfill whatever it is that they're asking you. Buy yourself time. Uh, when Okay, so when you are unsure about fulfilling something that someone has asked you, be it a commitment, be it some kind of a responsibility, and you're not sure if it's something that you want to do, always buy yourself a little bit of time. Like, you know, one of my clients was an automatic yes machine, you know, if, if the teacher asked a question, she'd be raising her hand. If the teacher said, go do something, she would go do it. And she would never give herself any time to reflect. So buying yourself some time can be as little as buying yourself 10 seconds of just reflection time before you open your mouth and say yes. Um, it gives you a little bit of space between the request and, and your willingness to do it. Okay, and then you also recommend deferral. Uh, deferral would be, um, it's, it's more about someone else's problems and issues. So you can, you can defer your decision to another time. Or you can defer, defer based on something else. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. It does. And I also want to talk about transfer. Transfer is suggesting someone else who might be able to do something that um, that that would be better suited for it. So you could say, I, I don't I, I don't feel like I'm qualified to do this. However, I know somebody else who can. 
here's their name, or um, it, this is better suited on somebody else's desk. I mean, that's that's a great one, especially when it comes to work, because if you have people um, that you work with that actually are better at a, a duty or responsibility than you are, let them do it. It's better for it's better for the for the boss, and it's better for you because it frees up your time to do things that you're more talented at. And it and it, it gives the other person more of an opportunity to do what they're strong at. That makes a lot of sense. So so how do we stand tall and stay firm? I guess I I guess I could combo this with, you know, how do you handle people who just don't take no for an answer? You have to be nice but firm. So it, you know if someone. Keep, and, and I know we've all run into that person, right? That just keeps coming back and asks you the same, asking you the same question. It feels like you're in the witness chair and someone's asking you the mm-hmm. same question over yeah. and over again, mm-hmm. and they're looking for a different answer. And the best thing to do is to say, you know, just be firm in your no, just say, I, I am so happy that you always be, you know, nice and firm. I'm so happy that you thought of me with this request, but right now, and then you go into the other, the other techniques. And if they just won't take no for an answer, just say, just, just simply repeat the reason that you're saying no. And if it's, if it's that, you know, if they're being that, you can say, I can't right now, uh, let's get back to it, or I'm, I, I'm sorry I have to go, and, and then you, you might hope that it never comes up again. Okay. <laughs> does, that, does that make sense? <laughs> you are right on the mark. You are the perfect person to do this interview. Um, and we're almost out of time, but I do want to cover a couple more things. And this is an important one. You know, we talk about not being rude. We talk about being nice. We talk about thanking somebody for the opportunity. Um, Because even though we want to please, there are times we need to say no, but it's still tough. So is it ever okay? I mean, I just worry about people's feelings sometimes, but I'm, I'm sure it's not. But what about a little white lie? Should you always be truthful in your response? I, I think you should unless it's a situation where if whatever it is would would cause a huge rift in the relationship and you value the relationship. But honestly, truth is the best. And just, just coming right out and saying, I can't do this, here's why. And, and make it more about them in a good way than about you. So in other words, you're asking me to do this. I'm just not the right person. Let me get somebody else. Or you're, you're, I appreciate that you asked me to do this. However, with, with your time and with my time, it's just not going to work out. So we need to find another way. Always suggest another way. Does that make sense? Yeah, that, that's a good point. So just another way. I like I like the whole deferral, like there may be somebody who could do this better. That could be for volunteering or in the workplace or any time. You know, if, if, if you're really not the, the person for the job to recommend somebody else, again, it turns, it's not saying no. It's not saying 
N-O. It's like, how about we do this instead of that? So again, but, you know, do you feel there's any times, given all this we've talked about, are there any times when you just must say yes, even if you don't want to? I'm sure there there is, and and those times it it comes back to choice. So, are you making a choice to say yes based on your values? It goes back to your values. So, if it's somebody that has asked you to do something, it's in it like just say you're in a you're in, you have an important deadline at work, and someone asks you to do something, and you have to drop everything to do it. Um, if it's an emergency, then it's obviously you're going to say yes, right? If, if, if someone, if, if you're in the middle of a project and someone says, I need you to rush me to the hospital, you're not going to say no, right? Yeah. Um, or if it's, if it's something that, that will, that benefits both you and the person, it may not be the right timing or, of course, you're going to say yes. If it, if it fits in with your values. You know, there's always the expression, um, you know, I'd rather be, I'd rather be lucky than good. You kind of have to think about that way. And, you know, I'd I'd rather be, I'd I'd rather say yes than no. And here's why. And you have to consciously really consider why you're saying yes. Well, this has just been eye-opening on a lot of great advice and information and direction. I think, again, with the holidays, COVID, and just life in general, we really need this type of uh, information. So, Anne, would you please tell folks where they can see your article, where they can go to see your article or learn more about your life coaching and other services? Oh, thank you, Mary. Uh, Yes, you can you can visit me uh, at www.annbabiarz.com. I'm on Facebook, also on Instagram, uh, as well as Twitter, although I'm not sure how long I'm going to be on Twitter. But <laughs> Why do you say that? <laughs> I'm not, you know, it's so funny. This, this, is a, this is a platform I think I'm going to say, start saying no to. Oh, <laughs> Isn't that amazing? Everybody listening out there, you can say no to Twitter. Hooray for Anne. People just think you must be on it and you do not have to be on it. You can say no. (laughs) Well, Anne. It's true. It's true. Thank you so much, Mary. Thank you so much for being here. And you know what? Thanks for not saying no to this interview. At the end of every show, we feature a nonprofit spotlight. And today we're talking Toys for Tots. The military does so much for our country. I've even heard now some are volunteering for the COVID-19 vaccine studies. So certainly, they need not do anything more. However, every year since 1947, Toys for Tots, a program run by the United States Marine Corps Reserves, distributes toys to children whose parents cannot afford to buy them for Christmas. Although a tough challenge during COVID, the organization still plans to accomplish that goal. Their determination runs higher than ever due to the coarse years some kids had during the pandemic, with a lot of childhood being put on the shelf. To date, nationwide, 584 million toys have been distributed 
to 265 million children through the Toys for Tots program. Over 97% of your donation goes directly to their mission. The 3% spent on support principally covers fundraising expenses. Not one donated dollar goes to salaries or other manpower costs. If you would like to learn how to volunteer, donate, find a local campaign, or request toys, please go to toysfortots.org. Toysfortots.org. Well, it's time to high-five and say goodbye. Listen to Triangle 411 on any podcast platform like Google, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Apple, etc. to hear stories about U.S. Women's World Soccer Champ Jessica McDonald, James Beard finalist Chef Kumar, tips for small business marketing, and more. Please subscribe and like us. I'm Mary Innsbrucker for Triangle 411. Today, dot, 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 be respectful. 